He's whiny. <laughs> yeah, like he sounds like such a bitch. definitely have not been maximizing the grift on the podcast this has been a very uh i guess you could call it a labor of love there's two ways that you can look at business one is uh a labor of love and two is uh inefficient and destined for bankruptcy right like <laughs> this is a labor of love for sure i think we have yeah. in profit at the very least it's like five dollar profit but it's profit is, that is true. We are actually in profit. And we can get you like the nice mic set up. And I we we keep I need to make the bank account is what I need to do. Yes, that's what we need. That's setting the, up a bank. Like, oh. It's fine. We'll get a little business card, write it off. Type of thing. Uh, write-offs aren't gonna help, but you know what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, oh, we're gonna put this. What if there's like legitimate money one day? And it's like, oh, we're gonna go to fucking East Japan on the dollar on the, the podcast dime. Because we're doing a work trip. We're going to record with all the crypto people in Japan. Boom. See? You got to think ahead. That's the thing. That's, that's, that's the issue. You're not thinking ahead right now. What do you think? What do you think is the level of podcasting fame that someone could attain where uh, you don't have to pay rent anymore because you just hop the couches of all of your podcast listeners? Is everyone listening right now prepared to have me staying in your living room? We probably aren't that far away from that. I think by 10K, you can probably pull that off. 10K of YouTube subs. Really? Yeah, I absolutely. I feel like if yeah, I think 10k for sure. That's like a five x from here for sure. We can start fucking jumping around. If you would let me stay on your couch, how long though would you let me stay on your couch? Like how many? I, well, you've been to my place. I don't have a couch, <laughs> but hypothetically, I don't have a couch either. Actually, I we're doing large item pickup on our street, and so everyone's taking out their like uh, nice furniture and tossing it out that you know, the, the stuff that they don't want anymore and whatever. And uh, all of these guys, because I live in a, like a, a decent part of town, I guess. So all of the people from like uh, shitty towns are coming over to come and try and like nab our nice people furniture. Smart. And our neighbor put out like a, a nice couch the other day. And I was, I was talking to my girlfriend. I was like, Oh, look at that. We could go, we could finally have a couch. What do you think about that? And she's like, fuck you by your own. So. <laughs> I listen, I am, I am not above taking fucking, Secondhand couches. I'm not above that shit. Behavior of all time, man. It's the most like <laughs> raccoon behavior. Of it all is time. absolutely raccoon, but bro, you'll get the I best furniture that way. <laughs> bro, you know how many times I've been moving into apartments and shit, and like someone's like trying to get rid of something on the way that I'm moving in, and I'm like, oh, I'll take that. Boom. Now I have a fucking ottoman or some shit. Absolutely. You got me fucked up. I will take it. I did that so much and uh, it sucks because I now have I now have my own house furnished with all this furniture and I'm trying to fucking rent this bitch, man. And, you know, I got all this shit I need to move. And what am I going to move it in? Not my Mazda 3. Not my Mazda <laughs> you, can't, you can fit a, a single suitcase in I don't, your Mazda I don't, 3. And I don't think it's going to be my Miata either, bro. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's going to put it on back of the bandit and the beamer is not gonna you know like none of these vehicles i have they're all they're all great we love them but they are not trucks i have the <laughs> one. this is this is this is the thing man this is the thing is everybody shits on these big annoying trucks uh 
We until love to you do a move. It. Until you need everybody in every city loves to, oh, like these fucking hick ass with their F450s and six wheels on the rear end, and it's got a nine foot fuck these hicks and these rednecks, and they can't see shit, and their fuel economy is poor. Yeah, fuck you, dude. I need somebody to move my furniture. So I I would appreciate it if you would stop disparaging the rednecks because Bro, right I, now having a truck all. is a fucking business in itself. Like you can make so much money just by like using your truck to do shit for people. But it, it also sucks being the one friend in the yeah. group. Who, that That's sucks. A good point. Like this was the same thing with like being the jacked guy in college is like, Hey bro, do you want to help me move in? And it's like, no dude. No, <laughs> absolutely not. As it turns out. I've, I've eaten so much that I've now become like part bear and half of my time fully is spent sleeping, dude. I'm trying to hibernate, man. You're trying to get me to go up and down stairs. Well, I don't know, dude. This if is I not- had a truck, I would start fucking making vending machines or like, you know, doing the vending machine grift. That always seemed like such a fucking easy grift, but just like putting a vending machine at some like well traveled place in town. Yeah. And like, there's like basically just find, or you can even just ask a business owner, like, you need, can't you need sodas and shit in here? Boom. You come in, you collect it, you do the maintenance. It's fucking easy. And they pull in like 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 a couple thousand dollars a week. Like legitimately, it's like vending machines like are unironically such a good buy. And you can just like it's like an easy first business because you can buy an old one for like five hundred to like a thousand dollars off of eBay. So you work a fucking minimum wage job. You buy one off eBay or some shit secondhand. And then the maintenance is super easy. It's like a super. It's like a basic switchboard or whatever. And then you just fucking buy the bulks drinks and shit, and you put it in there. From like, is this gonna be that I like? I go and I search for it on YouTube, and there's gonna be like, it's gonna be like, like drop shipping too. Like there's gonna be an entirely separate community of like hustle grind set yes. like vending. Absolutely, yeah. But it's like it's like a little because it's a little more involved than drop shipping. It it self selects. But the only reason I even know about this is because I used to work. When I was in college for this, uh, I used to be a bartender, but one of my friends started an arcade bar and making an arcade machine, getting arcade machines is the same exact process. And that's why I even learned that Grift, that Grift existed. Because yeah, you just buy arcade machines off of secondhand shit, you move them, and then they bring in money because they use real quarters. Simple. Damn. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's a legit, legitimately a good grift. And again, once you ask and you do it locally, wherever you are, and you just ask the businesses around you, or wherever you think like people, you know, walk by it, like campus or some shit. I don't know if campuses are the same, but like near a campus, easy. And then yeah, it picks in like solid money. And then you just do a round every morning and go, okay, this one is empty, this one's empty. And then you go to Walmart, buy some soda, and then fill it up. So that was that's always been the grift that I want to do because it's like hire someone to go fill up all of these things. Oh yeah, for minimum wage. Yeah, you could just fucking hire some kids for like ten dollars an hour or twenty dollars an hour. It's twenty twenty three with inflation. Thirty five dollars an hour now. Yeah, thirty five dollars an hour, uh, and it takes like it takes them like two hours, whatever. Here's and then, so you like you pay them out essentially like ten percent of your profit for the week, and boom, and you do fucking nothing. And nowadays they have the 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 electronic ones that use like uh digital payments. That should go straight to your bank account. You don't even have to do shit. You don't even have to go empty the money. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, this is a I this is the best grift on the planet. I, I wanted to do it in New York City. It's just a lot harder 
Cause like, you know, you don't have, a, I don't have a fucking truck in New York city, but you know, here it, it's absolutely, it's, there's like no vending machines anywhere. I'm like, how did this is like, I could fucking clean up. What if there's a reason there's no vending machines? There probably is a reason, but I mean, like there's a lot of places that are walkable in, in this area, I, you know, you just have to ask a, and the thing is that not every business is going to say like, Hey, yeah, of course you could put this here, but like, you know, one of them will, two of them will. I think I should I should start uh, asking all the business owners around here. I think they would probably be like pissed off at me and say like it's unesthetic, like you're killing the vibes. Yeah, I mean, if you're in like a kind of a bougie neighborhood, it won't work. If you're if you have to be somewhere a little bit more public, you know, go to the town square and do it. But also, again, if you if you go to a business guy like here, I'll give you a part of it. And they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. Pay the licensing fee, the vending machine licensing fee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, something like that. It, but it's like it's like every time I was uh, when I was trying to look up how to start a business, you know, when you're like fucking twenty one, uh, that was the one that keep coming kept coming up as like very low startup costs with high return, and then you could move up to something you know more involved. Well, my thought process has always been that like if there's a business that you hear about on the internet, then like the alpha is gone. By the time you've managed to like search for it, I just assume there's gotta be no. But I also understand that the, it's like it's kind of like the soul bra thing, right? Where for years and years and years everyone had been saying the online fitness grift is dead. There's nothing here. And then uh he just spun up his thing in like a year. And it's like, oh, well, it turns out actually just if you have some sort of angle or you're better than it, bet better at it than some other people, then like it works. You know, I mean, like yeah. people say you can't make money from podcast. I mean, like technically speaking, our podcast is already technically top 10% of all time, not of all time, but like of modern podcasts, we made more than $0. So, you know, it's probably like who else are we competing with? Is there like a like hyperborean podcasters yeah like you know the the only other people we're competing with i guess is like geo's podcast and i guess lev kind of but not really Jan- like, like who outside of modern times would be podcasting right like it wasn't people oh in like- i see what you're saying you meant like literal hyperboreans no no no, no. Yeah. i mean like of podcasts that are like recording daily or weekly or whatever we're already top 10 percent. we've made it past episode 10 so we're already top 25 percent most of them don't even make it past episode 10. And of the remaining 25%, uh, maybe 90% don't make a dollar. So we're top 10, we're, you know, at least top 10%. And then we we have, ten, we hit 10,000, we've hit 10,000 listens on Spotify. I'm sure at the end of the year, we'll see that little like, you know, Spotify rap thing and go, oh, fuck, we actually, you know, we did something. It's yeah, just that, you know, you to, yeah, you guys, just we did, made out the mud. Keep talking, endless, endless, endless. There were some good clips in here, dude. There's some good bits too that we can refine. I could probably go and make. I'll I'll start on my own TikTok channel talking about uh, yes, whether whether it's gayer to kiss a man or top. That's one. a good one. That's a great one, actually. That's that's when we got a clip out. I put the timestamp. <laughs> that's unironically one that could straight up go viral. Uh, with with a zero follower account on TikTok. Yeah, I have um, I I, I took timestamps, so I'm gonna absolutely. We should. I'm definitely gonna clip that one. Yeah, I feel like there was. We might, have to, yeah. we might have to edit that and put it all together. It's halfback. Yeah. Hi. Hey. Welcome back. Out. Can you give us a behind the scenes for what it's like when you when you clip out like this? Do you just... <laughs> and, 
are you just clicking on the reopen the link? You're just like clicking, click, click, click for like five, five, 45, 50 minutes until it comes back. Or do you just say, fuck it, I'm going to go uh, like watch TikTok on the toilet or something. Yeah, I just go, fuck it. I'm going to go do something and I'll come back and it'll probably work now. What's what, what are all of the tasks you've accomplished? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I went to the bathroom. I got, oh, I got yeah. some water. <laughs> TikTok. It's just like it's like shit like that. Hey, that's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's the fucking way to do it. He literally just use it as a break. <laughs> yeah, What's listen. Really funny man. is I like uh, I no longer I no longer sit on the toilet uh, watching or like tweeting or doing any of that shit. That's good. No, don't live with my ex, right? Like uh, you, you're using it to hide. I like that. I literally I literally used it as like a place away from. Uh, you know, and it's just, it's not like I, it's, she wasn't like bad or nagging me or anything even. It was just like, you live with someone and they're always kind of there. And you don't really think about this, but like, there's a definite sense of like, uh, I don't know, like something's different when someone's in the room with you. And even if, even if you're, you're in your own thing with, uh, like, let's say I, I go into my office, right? And I close the door. Like, there's still a sense that I am not quite safe. The only place that was, like, safe was in the bathroom. Because if they come in, you can be like, hey, this is private, right? So there's there's some sort of weird sanctity of the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So you're, and you're hiding. And it's, it's some sort of, like, a different energy that you have about you. Whereas uh, in, like, an office or something, there's always a sense still that, like, you can be surprised by some sort of, like, a break-in with some interruption to your thought process and the only place you can get like true pure clarity is in the bathroom but then that's the thing though you ever have those people who i don't know i feel like some couples they're like they get to the point where there's like i don't care if you're taking a shit i'm coming in i got makeup to do well i i I, I feel like that's a it's a it's a that's a level that i'm not necessarily comfortable with but that certainly exists i have no sort of boundaries around like that sort of stuff but like i pretend to Mm, for the for the sanctity Right, yeah, because I understand that the the sanctity of it needs to be preserved, or else it just sort of like, I don't know, man. I I think the whole thing of, uh, you know, there's that big debate on like cohabitation before marriage or whatever, and mm-hmm. you know, even the, uh, even the fairly trad like money guys at this point are like, no, like you want to test out to make sure you can do it before you marry her. Like it's stupid not to. And I I kind of have gone back on statistically this one. Like, says no, you shouldn't test it out, but I still say, fuck that. I'm different. I'm built different. Yeah, like if you really need a test, if you can live with her, go for like a six week vacation or something across Europe or some shit like that. Like, I don't think because I mean, last couple, the reason that I moved in or not the reason the reason basically like I bought a house and uh, she was like, should I get an apartment or and I was like, no, that's retarded. I have a house. Why are you? <laughs> like I have like four bedrooms, just live in one of them. And uh, it, I thought nothing of it at the time. I was like, yeah, I'll just save this girl rent. Like, whatever. Who cares? And uh, then later I was like, wow, like I didn't really think about this, but I've been writing a lot of really, uh, a lot of really big things into my life now. Who <laughs> fucking lives with you, man? How do you break up with somebody who's got like half of her furniture in your house? Mm, that is tough. Yeah. Like, it I mean, really... I feel like you could only do it if you're like, I'm not, the plan is to not break up with this person. Well, yeah. I mean, the plan wasn't to break up with her, but it also was like, uh, you know, I just this. I don't. Nobody plans to break up with a person. That's a good they, point. That's a good point. Like things happened, and uh, it wound up becoming clear that it was not somebody that I should be marrying. But it was like, 
it seemed like a good jolly idea at the time. And mm-hmm. but also you were younger, or you're you're still kind of young. <laughs> it's like literally like borderline doing the trad LARP, right? Like the age yeah. that I bought the house at was very small. The age at which like I was planning to marry this girl was very small. Like all of it was like uh we're we're really going head first into and I, I dude, the more that I think about it actually, like I was I was literally like fucking one half of a step away from actually like destroying my life and like yeah. my my human like i was almost going to be like guy working a normie 401k job living in like a normie neighborhood doing like normie industry stuff to support his like normie family with his wife that was like just a normal nice girl yeah see like, that was my life like i i almost did regression to the mean in like one generation like i could have i could have evaporated fucking every <laughs> like every <laughs> in my ancestral lineage and like my parents and all all of that worked to like put us like very decently above the and i could have fucking grenaded it all in one move yeah and thank wound up not happening but oh that's my how god it happens see that's the thing i keep telling these fucking people a lot of people just you know never be on twitter ever because like you know as much as you know i understand the point of the trad larp made uh, makes sense right the argument is for it there's a good uh underlying uh message that they're trying to convey but then it becomes a simulacra and now it's like get married when you're young and fucking just commit to some chick you don't even like that much because you know degeneracy of the world and then you end up fucking ruining your life you know, you don't want to like. I was we were telling the person in the chat today, like, no, before twenty five, like, like, what are you doing? Like, you need your brain hasn't. Like, I don't. I'm not sure if the brain developing thing is a meme or not, but like, it's it's basically like real. It's like you know, when you're human being like I all the time, I all the fucking time get guys reaching out to me and DMing me and being like dude, like I heard this thing that you said on the podcast and like, I know that this would like never happen to you, but this is the situation that's going on in my life. And I was wondering if you could give me advice on it. And I'm like, dude, like, no, like I did, I did all of that dumb shit. Like I did <laughs> every fucking stupid thing with girls. I humiliated myself in every bizarre way. Like my first relationship that I ever had was one of the most like, uh, like I could go and tell the full story on Twitter and everyone would just be like, that is the most fucking beta thing. <laughs> <laughs> For a weird loser, like it was like everything, everything, like nobody, nobody gets to the point of uh, like figuring it all out or anything without without ramming their head through like eighty seven walls and like humiliating themselves in the most brutal ways possible, right? So like, there's all these guys out here, and it's like I'm like twenty one, and like I did this dumb thing with this girl, and it's like, yeah, like that's dude, like literally, I'm not joking when I say by age twenty three, like I. It wasn't until I was 23 years old that I was even sentient, like at the point of being able to assess <laughs> myself as like an individual organism and say like, uh, oh, like that's why they reacted like that way or something. Like it was this really weird, really weird, like lack of awareness for like so, so, so much of life. And, uh, you know, like, fuck, I remember, dude, this was so bad. There was this girl in uh, in like high school. I think I, I think I was like a freshman in high school or something. And I was commenting. And I said something like, uh, simpy on some girl's photo, like, uh, uh, she was, she was like an athlete or something. And I said like, oh, you did great at this like event that I went to or something like that. And, uh, she like replied something and then I replied something and then she replied and I just kept going for like 50 eventually and eventually, right. And eventually one of the guys on, uh, one of the guys on like the football team or something commented and said like, are you going to date him? 
<laughs> like, oh know. no. <laughs> Like I like didn't I like didn't even understand like what was going on. So I like ignore his comment because I was just confused. And then I was sitting one day in uh I don't know, I it, it was maybe like junior year of college or something. I was sitting in class and I just suddenly remembered that and I like understood like why he said that. And I was like, ah <laughs> <no>! <laughs> It was, you know, there was, it was like my whole junior year too, where I, uh, I like stopped doing all drugs and like all of the weird, like degenerate stuff. I, in my like lifestyle got like totally like healthified. And so as a result, I don't know if my, like, uh, my hippocampus like regrew or something, but all of these memories that I had from when I was like 12, 11, like all of these like high school memories just suddenly got unlocked. And I would just be sitting there like doing some innocuous thing or like in class or something. And I would remember some like deeply embarrassing interaction that I had. And I would just like put my head in my hands and like try and like not scream in the middle of like Calc three or something. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. It was a fucking year, dude. It was like a year of that shit. It just kept going on more and more. And anyway, my, my, uh, where, where I'm going with this rant to everyone is that, uh, yeah, like, I mean, every, everyone's embarrassed themselves, man. Like everyone, everyone's done no matter, no matter what you've fucking done. I've probably done something that's like 85 times more horrifyingly embarrassing in some, bro. Some I can't even, I, I would have, if I started to think about the embarrassing shit I've done, I would fucking like have a meltdown. It's only because at some point I decided to just, pre- just never, well, not pretend just to like choose never to be embarrassed by dumb shit I do that I even am able to progress in life because otherwise I, I, I have so embarrassed by it. I can't like, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, haha, like silly high school me, like in conversation to try and like pretend like I'm not. But I literally have fully, when somebody brings that up to me, 80% of my brain instantly reverts to just like trying to tear itself apart. Like the neuronal connections try to like disconnect the synapse. <laughs> abort, like, abort. Neighboring synapses. <laughs> yeah, dude, fuck that shit. I, I, if I think about anything I did in like my freshman year of college, like literally any day of, if I just pick a day on the fucking map, freshman year of college and i think about it it's like uh, uh, it's fucking uh I, I was 17 first year of like freedom and just just horrible everything was horrible thinking of any interaction i had i was just like what the fuck was what were you doing dude so much just- too like relationships as a whole, and this is when I say like I wasn't sentient until 23, like relationships as a whole, like up until I turned 23, like just nothing made any fucking sense. Like I would just do things and then like it seemingly unrelated things would happen and like she would do things that I didn't understand why they were prompted. And then it all sort of changed around 23. Like 23 was the point where yeah. I, I like sort of out like why uh, girls were like behaving the way that they were and stuff started like making more sense and stuff. But, uh, and then also like there's, it was around like 25. I noticed like, Oh fuck. Like all of this just seems to be like flowing really smoothly now. Like everything is just like working and uh, you know, theoretically, theoretically there's like some 19 year old out there and everything is like going okay ish for him, I guess. But it's usually like, uh, no, you like progress to enough levels, right? So then it just becomes like automatic. Like a lot of your like your natural impulses when you're like 18 just do not mesh well with women and you end up creating conflicts and you you don't see how your actions set them on a fucking like domino, you know, Rube Goldberg, Rube Goldberg, Rube Goldberg machine, whatever the fuck it's called. 
and uh, they end up and they respond with some crazy shit. And you're like, how the hell did this happen? Right. But then after, you know, you deal with that for like four or five years, you come back, you're like, oh, it was literally, I just, I, if I said this instead of that, then they right, don't would, have the response that they had. Yeah, no, no, no. There was a lot of stuff where, uh, you know, and I think this is, this is like a common thing for like a lot of guys in their first relationship is they, uh, they, they, they don't like, they don't put a lot of effort into like being nice or cutesy or, you know, the, the meme where we were talking about like uh, setting a timer to like randomly, like every, every month, like write her a letter or some shit like that. Like they, they don't understand that like women need affection. And so they wind up like, uh, just sort of ignoring it until she blows up. But by the time she's blown up and come to you saying like, I'm feeling unloved or reacting, however she does, like some of them, some of them will just tell you like, I'm feeling neglected. Uh, others of them will do, less nice things than telling you directly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they might, they might react in a more, uh, you know, upsetting or even confusing fashion. And that's the thing is if, if, if they don't say like, I'm feeling neglected, sometimes they just fucking like freak out or like they'll cheat on you or they'll just do some sort of like a, uh, like physically violent thing to you. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're, if you're like an 18 year old guy, and you don't really think you've been doing anything wrong because like guys don't really understand in relationships, right? Like a young guy, especially if he isn't getting constant feedback that like he's being mean in like a small way, right? Like, and this is, this is most of what guys wind up doing is it's just, it's not like they're doing things that are making the girl like, Oh, that was so bad. Like you're so evil. I need to have a talk about this. It's like things that the girl sort of like sits on and like ignores. Yeah. And then the away for later and then like when it finally comes out the dude just has no fucking idea what's going on right like she'll like freak out at him for like not unloading the dishwasher or something like that and he's like i don't understand why the dishwasher is this big of a deal and it's like well it's not really but it's like uh you missed the fucking 100 signals prior to the dishwasher and you had yeah, no idea yeah. because you didn't know to look for them to begin with yeah, because you're you're a fucking like 18 year old guy who's had like two relationships that have been like six weeks long or something like that. Well, like, the always... other thing is too, you have to learn the the male versus female communication thing, which is another thing that like you just don't learn without experiencing it. Where it's like there's a type of bonding that men do with each other that if you do with women, they they fucking start to resent you eventually, <laughs> and like you can't do it. Or like there's also like a type of like you have to develop the type of bonding that works for women. Otherwise, they're like, they start to, again, start to feel neglected. So that's a whole thing. This is like uh, a big thing I'm personally working on right now, actually, is because my natural mode of, uh, like, I, I, I so much am, uh, like, challenging in terms of, like, if, if I have to go and say, like, Oh, this is something you should do, right? Like the, the way that you, the way that you go and approach male friends about like how they should improve things is generally like, uh, Oh, you're doing this wrong. Stop doing this. Do this instead, or something like that. Whereas with girls, you're mostly supposed to like compliment them on the things that they're doing right, and then just like not really, you know. Yeah, they, like encourage, incentivize them with positive like affirmation. You don't, you, don't, you don't need to do the negative, the negative feedback on stuff that they're doing wrong, really, because like if you give them the positive feedback on the good stuff, they just start doing that more, and it like sort of grows to occupy the territory of the negative instead, and that goes away. And if yes. you give them negative feedback, they really do fucking start. Uh, you know, they, they feel bad. Yes. And that's not good because they'll, they ruminate. Women will fucking like, they'll, they brine in that shit. 
like yeah like but they're pit. also they're also like very perceptive too like if they see you intentionally complimenting good things they they read between the lines and they're smart enough to realize like oh like he's not complimenting this other thing because he dislikes it right like yeah so like they but they need to do the other part on their own whereas like men they, we want to be told like because that's the thing if you go oh i like yeah, what you're doing here oblivious to this shit so like yeah. if, if if you go up to one of your friends and you just compliment him on something good, he doesn't think like, oh, well, he's complimenting on me on the me. Fuck. He's complimenting me on this thing versus this thing. Uh, but maybe he likes this other thing, too. Like, like, yeah, if you compliment the good thing, we're like, oh, that means he trusts my decision making, which means if I do this other thing, it's also probably good, too. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? like, <laughs> You literally you literally have to go and say, no, do this. Uh, don't do this. Other thing. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> I was You're just so was, back. We're so back. I, this would be like our meme, like half returns. <laughs> yeah, so, what, back. so what's this podcast about? Uh, we're talking about how uh, incentivizing the way to communicate with men versus women, incentivizing posi- positive affirmation versus like negative, uh, pointing out negatives. Yeah, we're now we're now talking about how to manage girlfriends. Wow. How many have you guys had? I've had zero. Ah, you're perfect for this conversation. How many have I had? I've only had the one that I have. No, that's not true. But I don't. The one. uh, She listens to the podcast, so she's not going to like anything I say. So (laughs) I'm just going to say her. (laughs) I'm sure she knows better than I. She probably has a better idea of how many girlfriends I've had than I do. Like, you know, because girls do the fucking full, the full uh, private investigator shit. And like, cause like all of a sudden you're like hang out with a girl and then she like drops your ex's name. You're like, how do you even know that girl? How do you even know that chick? He's like, oh, she looked through every single picture you've ever had and on every single platform ever and figured out who your girlfriends were at which time. I'm then pretty look- sure my girlfriend 100% does know like more about like my, cause and this was the other, like whenever I get asked like, oh, like Lucas, what's your body count? Like my answer is always, I don't know. And it's literally like, I stopped counting after like two. Like it's never occurred to me to be like, going around keeping like an Excel spreadsheet of like all of my past sexual partners. Right. Like it's not, not <laughs> like thought about it. It's the same thing with girlfriends. Like, I don't know. Uh, I know, I know it's like, it's double digits. If we want to, if we want to count relationships, uh, like under two months, I yeah, think probably- if you count the small ones, I actually have no idea. If you I have things that are under a like most of me for me it's either it's like under a month or it's like over x number of months right it's like i don't really do that between a month and six month period really ever so if you count the under the months i actually have no clue because you know because you know whatever would, fucking would, flirtation ship you have when you're like 18 i was a big serial dater for sure i wasn't a serial dater but i had like flirtation ship things um and then but like i i i know the actual number of like proper relationships but here's the thing though you know so yeah so consequently she probably knows the exact number she probably even knows her fucking the my, my ex figured out my the ex before her she knew her fucking uh college gpa and i was like i don't even know what fucking university my ex girlfriend went to how do you know her gpa <laughs> and then she was like oh yeah you know i found her on linkedin and da 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 I was like, oh, okay, cool. I guess I learned something new too, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't really have any, like I have, my last one was like kind of serious, I guess. Uh, but like all of the, you know, that that was like the last one that I had pre-sentience and then all of the rest were like 
Wait, pre want? Sentience? Yeah. Wait, you weren't sentient before? No, literally it was like age 23. That was when I think I hit my stride and like was able to uh like like I think that's when I like developed theory of mind. Was like age 23. <laughs> How did you do that? Uh just you kind of just like, you just what, wake up one what day. What was the event? Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, I, I just sort of like gradually phased into it. I don't know. I, I think every guy sort of has the same thing. And like, like I, I'm not 23 yet. So yeah, that's what, that's what we're saying. It's hard to explain. Like I'm one not day sentient you're not, to you. No, no, for real though. Like one day you wake up around like between 23 and 25 and you're like, wait a second. Like, like my whole feeling of self is changed. It's like so very, yeah, so it's like a very like legitimate, like per, per, perception shift. And you start feeling like, oh shit, like everything just works out before. Like all of these other things that previously were just like these confusing messes, these like confusing social bombs waiting to go off. Like I would be like, oh, like, wait a sec. This is all like easily navigable now. Yeah, it's a very strange thing. I don't know how to explain it. But yeah, if you're before, if you're past them, there's a guy when you're younger, you feel like it's like talking down to you. We're like, oh, you're not old. You don't really, you fucking barely know anything. You're not, you're not old enough. But then there is legitimately a moment where you go, uh, even between me this year and last year, it's like something changed and that's real. And I don't know how to explain it until you have it. Like what you changed. Yeah. Like it's like a very, it's like a legitimate felt perception shift. Dude, like I'm ironic. Having uh, my girlfriend be like as supportive of like my weird shit as she has been, I think gave me because uh, I used to do like a ton of like really self-deprecating nonsense. Uh, she actually described me as like, <laughs> this was funny. I can't even imagine you doing self-deprecating shit. Dude, she said that uh, when, when she found me, she was like, I felt like I found an unhatched egg. Interesting. <laughs> You're an egg? Yeah. I was an egg. And she said, now you're like one of the baby chickens. Little baby <laughs> chick action. One day. <laughs> oh, a little baby chick. Oh, we fucked up. Damn it. We could have had like uh, April Fool's like uh, yeah. whole fucking like uh, uh, branding shift from raccoons to something else. I don't know. You said baby chicken. I just realized. Anyway, back to what we were saying. Chicken? Little chicken. No, yeah. No, there's like a whole... Yeah, I, I think the same thing is going to wind up happening to you with like a, you know, because it, it's very different having like a, it's like my ex, very nice, loving, but normie girl, right? And she like was like supportive in like a vague sense, right? But uh, it's, it's not like, you know, there would be like, if I were to say like, hey, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to quit my job to do this other thing that's much more profitable. But like, if I try and explain it to you in any way, you're not going to understand it. And also when we go to visit your parents and they ask what I do, I'm going to have to give a deeply unsatisfying answer. Like there would be a sense of dread in her eyes, right? Like she wouldn't look like, she wouldn't look like, oh, this, this is great, right? She would be like a little, a little bit worried and terrified and stuff. Whereas like, why is that? Because you like lowered your value as like a partner or something? She was just very much so like inside of the realm of like uh I don't know like the the institution Did you become a beta incel yeah yeah essentially yeah, basically like, uh, yeah to her yeah just to her you know like if you have there is definitely a type of person who needs like a institutional like if I can you would <laughs> explain your job in like one sentence like oh I'm an associate da 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 and if you're not doing that it's like what the fuck are you doing you're you're un, you're unemployed. 
you know, that's definitely a type of person who needs that. I don't understand it. I don't know how this is working. Whereas now there's a sense of like, uh, oh, no, I understand that you're good at this weird thing that isn't rewarded through conventional labor markets. And uh, you should do that instead because it seems like you have fun with it. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, no, I have that now. I, I never had that before, too. And I'm like, how? I don't have to explain like what I'm up to. Girls, girls <laughs> really like Girls are big fucking corporate strivers, dude. Girls fucking love LinkedIn and they love flexing their VP's status as a or their their BF status as a VP at some tech corporation, right? Like girls fucking love if you're a tech VP. They fucking hate if you're some sort of weird uh unemployed slash Seychelles contract worker. Like, <laughs> that's not what they want to hear. Yeah, they don't like that at all. Though it is so it is very, very nice and refreshing to have someone who's like you always like, cause even I'm like, ah, oh, what the fuck am I doing? And then she's like, no, you have, you're doing great. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that is true. And when you, when you say it that way, it's like, damn. But unfortunately, I haven't had that. Oh, we got click clacky. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I think that builds up though. I think what? that eventually turn you into some sort of like arrogant shithead, right? Like if you no. go back and post. <laughs> if you go back and look at my posts from like uh, two years ago or something, it was all like very timid, uh, very tame, very self-deprecating. Oh, yeah. Being a fucking self. Once you start doing Internet shit. Oh, yeah. You become an arrogant shithead. Absolutely. It's like, I don't need a job. <laughs> I'm fucking made of money, bro. <clears throat> I'm fucking out here making making money appear out of thin air. That, that's like, you know, that feels, you know, it's very validating. <laughs> What an absolute baller. I feel like going around town and just like I can go I can go to like a fucking breakfast diner at like 930 in the morning and just chill there, uh, like either on my laptop or just texting or whatever. And the only other people there are like retired, like uh, eight figure net worth guys, eight figure plus just like chilling around, like enjoying because they all just go out and like dick around with their friends all day and stuff. And they're like, oh, you like you're out all the time here. Like, what do you do for your job? And then, and then we get to talk about it and they're like, Oh, so you're not just like some homeless guy. That's cool. Uh, and then you get to hear about like what their business is and how they made their money. And like, you know, it's, it's literally like networking hours is when everyone is at work. Like that's, I want to learn how to network. Networking is, I feel like the word networking is the wrong word. Yeah. I know all my professors talk about networking. So I got to learn that shit. And no, it's fake. No, don't networking is hanging out with someone. It's the meme word. It's the meme word. Oh, you mean it's like actually befriending the person? Yeah. I see now. See, simple. Oh, no, no, no. no. Well, it's, it's like totally... partying or someone or like schmoozing with someone more. Yo, so. if anyone who's watching this wants to be my friend, I'll be your friend. He's not being Man, so no, no, honestly, no, generally, no, they, I mean, we don't have a live studio audience, but they will, <laughs> they will, they will find you. You just opened up the floodgates is the problem. You know, oh, wait, they're going to try and find me now. Yeah, you're you're gonna get at you're gonna get, our fucking fans are rabid, bro. You're gonna start getting added on Twitter with raccoons and shit. He thinks that we're like weird posers. Wait, what? What if they don't find him now and he thinks that we're like weird posers? No, nah, yeah, they're not gonna find you. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be a time delay. It's just gonna, in like two months. You're gonna start getting raccoon ads. I promise. Like a raccoon. Yeah, like literally, like I get added in so many raccoon memes now. It's it's our fault for doing this, for doing raccoon branding. But I get tagged in at in raccoon shit. How does that happen to you yet, Lucas? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't. Really, does it scare much, you? I don't. Really, I can't live in my notifications that much because there's a lot of them. Oh, good and, point. Um, yeah. 
So I largely like don't see my tags. There's some people too, like every now and then, uh, every now and then someone sends me a tweet of someone being like, Lucas, I know you name search this. And then they say, and it's like, I can't even go through my fucking tags and replies. There's absolutely no way I'm name searching. (laughs) Especially because my name is like a fucking common, like, (laughs) yeah, there's no way you're name searching that. uh, Yeah. Yeah, like I'm not like verse Laloon. I'm I don't name search my name anyway because I'm a fucking real nigga. You know what I'm saying? What? We're gonna have so many incidents. We need to find out how to delete the setting that like lets us talk over each other because it really it's it's genuinely happened so many fucking times this episode to the point where like it's making me want to throw the microphone. I can only imagine. (laughs) Can you hear it on your end too? Well, like I can hear everything that you're saying. So I hear myself talking, and it's like normally this thing where like when both of us are talking at the same time there's like an understanding that like one of us is just going to stop and then like it doesn't ever happen in this time because yeah so like i keep i keep going on and it's just like it's so fucking I, over probably kill well you're we're, you're gonna see it in post because we're gonna line up both of the audio files actually maybe we're not because are we recording individual tracks right now or are we just recording the whole call uh we're doing individual tracks wait i was supposed to be recording no Uh-oh. no i'm recording it so oh, it does all the individual tracks, yeah. You're gonna be able to see it because we're gonna go and we're gonna lay. And you know, normally it's like you have art. Your track is going and then it stops, and then my track is going and then it stops, and then like they trade off. You're gonna be able to see so many instances of both of us talking over each other, and uh, that's when I have to. That's when you have to annoying. I, that's when I have to annoyingly just like be like, all right, we're we're deleting this person's commentary here, deleting this person's commentary here. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of editing work on these until we yeah, kill this set. And how much do you pay your editors? Uh, seven dollars. <laughs> we got seven dollars in the last twenty-eight in the last twenty-eight days. So I guess seven dollars is what we're getting paid. Oh, you guys edit your own content. I see. Absolutely. That's how we like to have it. That's why we appreciate your patrons and your donations, people. Thank you. Thank you. We genuinely do need to start. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm now I'm now at the point where I'm like, uh, this is the crazy thing about being unemployed versus I'm realizing the time value of money much, much more. And uh, <laughs> I'm realizing like, am I really fucking like I the amount of time that it took to edit that last one too was really, 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 really high because there was a bunch of uh, there was a bunch of stuff that I was trying to like cut out and line stuff up with mm-hmm. to make it like I don't know to make it so like we would be talking about something and then in the middle there would be something that like we had to cut out uh like my dad coming in and saying like hey what time do you want to have dinner (laughs) (laughs) finding all of that up so it like still float again it's just like yeah it's a pain in the ass the only thing that's sort of nice well i don't know if it's sort of nice, but part of it is like i kind of like the zen of it when i'm doing it but like i don't always want to be doing it for me it stops me from like becoming a fucking if I start editing a vi- the video or whatever, it stops me from being a degenerate who's like only watching YouTube or some shit. I feel more like I'm doing something. Um, <clears throat> so how many views does this podcast usually get? Is it like a thousand? Yeah, probably. Probably yeah, a big thousand. Fan. Yeah, probably a thousand people. Hi, a thousand people. Yeah. Hello. Maybe in the future, who knows? We yeah, see, your- the videos don't leave anywhere. You know, down the road, people kind of come back. Again, fuck, 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 fuck. Do I get to bring a vest? Do I, wait, do I get to bring a guest? Not a vest. Whoa, not a weapons podcast. 
Yeah, the, the the fucking yeah, the talking over thing is annoying. Well, we can yeah, no, it keeps fucking me it. up. Then we won't have to edit more. We have we have like two and a half hours. Well, it's also funny because we have this this. So I guess this is probably going to be like the second session of the podcast. So we haven't reiterated for the second people what's going on here. But there's an audio setting within Zoom that when one person is talking or, or when you're talking, uh, it like lowers the other people's volumes as some sort of like a meeting setting for like work or something that uh, has been basically preventing everyone from realizing that they're talking over everyone else. So, uh, and this, this would be bad with two people, but now we have three people in here. So like the, the one time we have a guest on and we're using zoom instead of Zencaster. So we have this like heinous setting that some absolute like corporate shithead has inflicted upon us. And it's causing us to just all talk at the same time without realizing it. It's demonic. So, it's fuck. That's this is we pay for Zoom for this fucking ass ass white bullshit. So unfortunate, but so it goes. So you guys are gonna yell at us in the comments again about our audio. You know, <laughs> I love the you guys. We I love the comments that are like, I'd love this podcast. If you guys didn't fucking talk over each other. It's like, listen, bro. I don't know what you want from me. Okay, I'm trying my best out here. We're fucking unprofessional. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're two raccoons out here in the jungle. You know. When he gets older, he won't sound like this anymore, right?